Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, feline friends. Welcome to Catitude. I'm your show host, Michelle Fern. Today, we're going to talk, of course, about cats. But we're going to talk about cats and what happens when you go back to school. I mean, some of you are, you know, have been in work mode, but able to work at home while the kiddos were at home. Some of you have been taking shorter days, but now, you know, after Labor Day, it's kind of hit the ground running for this last kind of last quarter and then some of the year. So we're going to talk with one of my favorite guests and Talk about some things you can do to make it easier for you and your cat, especially easier for your cat. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray or worrying. Oh my God, do my guests smell that? Kitty Poo Club has solved the stink. And now the worst part of cat ownership is hassle-free. No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. And the best thing is, you don't have to buy some oversized contraption that will break down. Kitty Poo Club litter boxes are manufactured to make your life easier. You have one cat? Easy peasy. A small mountain lion? No problem. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Believe me, there are good reasons why we sold over 3 million boxes. Go to kittypooclub.com, read the amazing reviews, and when you order, Save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout, and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back, everyone. I'd like to welcome Dr. Amber Karwacki. She is a veterinarian and knows oh so much, and she has been on Catitude a few times. Welcome back, Dr. Amber. Thanks for having me again. So let's talk about back to school. Let's do it. Let's do it. So it's, I think it's kind of a mindset change too. You know, September rolls around and, you know, for calendar businesses, it's, we're getting near like the wrap up part of the year. You have the holidays, that, that's that whole thing. But it also seems to kind of, you know, some businesses kind of set the mindset of, okay, now I've got to get down to work and get serious. Some companies have half day Fridays during the summer and some people do a lot of their vacation time or work remotely. So now all of a sudden back to school, house is empty except for your cats. Yep. And some cats really love it and some cats really hate it. So you got to kind of know which variety your cat is. So what do we need to consider for our cats when we're transitioning into back to school time? So we want to set if there's going to be like a new daily routine, like when we're getting fed, if we're interacting with our cat during playtime things like that when litter box cleanings are happening, we want to readjust them back to that routine that you're going to be in 
before you actually leave for work and school. So that way they're into the routine and it's just not the sudden change on them once it all happens, which can stress them out. Okay. And, you know, this is something I heard a few times recently and hadn't heard before, but you always think that cats are so independent, they could care less whether you're around or not. But I've recently read in quite a few places that that's not true. They want you around, even though they don't seem to want you around when they're you're around them, if you know what I mean. Because, you know, cats are cats. They're different creatures than the other most common household fur babe, which are dogs. So do they really miss people? I think they do. And I think there are some cats that love, you know, laying in your lap and interacting with you a lot. And then there's the, some cats that are like, I'm going to lay on the couch behind you while you're there. No touchy. But they like the feeling that you're there and like have the companionship that way. So I do believe they miss us to some extent. Some don't show it or aren't stressed by it as much as others. And I think those are our more independent cats where they don't want to be in your lap or like outright playing with you, but they need you nearby. Okay, and we're going to go on to more about how us as humans can watch out for stressors and things to keep in mind for our cats and the second half of the show. But let's talk about first half. We're going to focus on some changes and how gradual adjustments that you could make to make your cat feel more comfortable during this transition time. So what about adding toys or, you know, something like that so that the cat's mind is off of the fact that they're going to be alone for you know, maybe eight hours when there used to be people in the house all day long. Yeah, no, absolutely. So if your cat's one that likes to play on his own, definitely adding in extra toys that way that might not be as interactive. I love there's these little mice that have compartments in them where you can put food into them and then hide them around the house. Just remember where you put them because if they don't find them, that gets stinky. It allows them to like hunt on their own and kind of play on their own if that's their preference. If there are kiddos that love it when you get out the laser pointer or like the wand toys and are actually actively moving it for them, there are the automatic laser toys, the interactive toys with like the batteries where they move around and kind of give them that sense that someone is actually playing with them. Definitely adding those into the household will help them. What about as far as making your cats adjusting, you know, to the fact that you, you're, there's going to be a few lifestyle changes in the home? Because you said some cats mind it, some cats don't. Should you do this if you can gradually? I mean, back to school time is, is hectic and not everybody plans in advance. But if you, if you can do it gradually, does it make much of a difference or you just sometimes jump into it and then deal? Yeah, I think it does make a difference to make it gradually. Um, and that can be a little bit harder if you're home working and stuff like that. So potentially like shutting the door to your office where they can't access you um, for a couple of hours at a time um, will help. Or if you're home with the kids, you know, taking them out to the park or for like a quick run out for lunch or ice cream or something to try to like break up the day so they are at home by themselves for a while um, and they start to get used to it. Okay. And then what about having a safe space? Like if the cat just wants to go someplace, even though you're not home at all, there's nobody to bother your cat, but do you still need to have a safe space for them so that they feel protected in this certain area? I would. Um, having a couple resting spots for them. Um, cats sometimes like higher areas. So having a nice cat tree for them. 
Um, and some of the more extensive cat trees have like the indoor little cubbies for them at the top. I think that's helpful for them to have like certain bedding areas set up, even if it's only one, depending on your house. But having that area that they like to lie in that's theirs and no one really disturbs them there, I think that's great for them. Because sometimes if you're stressed, you know, we want to go to our beds and wrap up in a blanket, right? So I think the cats are the same way. That's a good way to put it. Go hide from the world. <laughs> now we think of, you know, positive reinforcement. I do more of, of it's a dog thing. You don't always think of it as a cat thing. How would you do that for cats? That one's harder in cats because the easiest way to do it is with treats. And not all cats like treats. The new, like the churu, the yogurty kind of treats, I think more cats are loving of those. So when they're doing what you want, try treats first. Or if your cat's good with that, they're ones that just want your attention. Just giving them more attention and, you know, loving on them for a few extra minutes, I think is also good positive reinforcement for them. And then how would you go about suggesting someone change their exercise time, their play time? So, you know, maybe you had the chance to do this four times, five times a day. Now you're down to maybe one or two, if you can, maybe in the morning, maybe at night when you get home, would you just schedule it? Would you try to do it? What's the best way? So definitely, if you know, say you usually play with them at 10, but you're leaving the house at nine, you want to like slowly move it up their playtime. So instead of 10, you know, move it to like 930 for a few days and then bump it up to nine and then bump it. So you slowly gradually change it over a couple of days. So they kind of get used to, oh, this is my new time. And some cats are a creature of habit and they're, they will dig in their heels and not like you for it. But as you start leaving, they're going to get used to that adjustment and, you know, kind of like reiterating, this is when we play with you. So this is what it's going to have to be. Can be helpful. Some cats, like I said, will do really well with that and some won't. And just if you can give extra love and attention when you get home for like a couple minutes when you first walk through the door, that should help too with the adjustment period. That's great information, great advice. What about making sure that, you know, water is available? Would you leave food out? And like if the cat, my cats have wet and dry. So I like to leave um, some dry because just in case I'm home later than they expect, you know, or what they've been used to. But is that something we should uh, definitely, I think, water and that cats love fountains. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, water for sure. And if your cat's a fountain drinker, making sure you have that. Um, you can do water bowls. Some of them have like the reserve water bowls where it still has the the extra behind it, but it only fills the bowl so much, but no fountain effect for that one. So definitely water out, making sure they can access it, making sure the litter boxes are cleaned on a regular basis so they have a clean, fresh box to go to. Um, and then the food, I think that depends on your cat. My, my guys like eat during like, during mealtimes. I can't leave it out because my one cat will eat everything and then proceed to vomit all over my house. <laughs> but if your cats are used to the free feed, you can definitely do that. If you think you're going to be home later, but your cat's like mine and will eat it immediately, you can buy the automatic feeders for them too that will be set off on a timer. And that'll help prevent your cat from eating it all as soon as you leave and allow you that grace period if you think you're going to be later. You know, this is not, that's that's uh, great information as well. This is not exactly back to school time, but as we know, it starts getting darker earlier on a gradual basis. And before you know it, we'll be doing our time change, which uh, maybe this is the last year, who knows? 
But when the time change happens, my cats are always an hour early. So I try to do it gradual, but sometimes they are very vocal about when they want to eat. So yeah, they'll fall back, spring ahead. So they'll want to eat earlier. What is it again, gradual for something like this? Or should you just say, okay, you know what? We're going to just cut to it and I'm not going to feed you to that time. I've tried both ways. Yeah, I mean, for my cats, it's definitely a, you're going to suck it up and deal because <laughs> I'm not getting you any earlier. Um, and I think that helps. If you have a very vocal cat, definitely maybe doing the more gradual change so you're not listening to them cry and scream at you for an hour for their food uh, will work better for them. And usually, you know, within a week, they adjust to it and they're usually not too much of a hassle after that. You know, I thought it wasn't going to be so good to to be like a sudden change and this would be something gradual as well, but it's only an hour and yeah, more than not, I think I did it gradually once and then it's usually, nope, you eat it this time. So we're waiting <laughs> to this time. And at worst, they're just at me, you know, meowing and trying to get my attention. But just like us humans after a you know, short time, we get, I think it's what, after three days or so, you're pretty much used to it because it's only an hour. Yeah, it's not a huge change for them. So that one I don't tend to worry about too much. Okay, well, let's go ahead and we'll take a short break and we'll be right back and we'll talk about some more things that you can do and also how us two-legged people can understand what it's like when your fur babe is left at home. We'll be right back. Kitty Poo Club reinvented the litter box. No more scrubbing that stinky plastic tray. Or worrying, oh my God, do my guests smell that? No cleaning, no scrubbing, no more stink. You are going to love it. Your cats are going to love it. Go to kittypooclub.com and when you order, save 30% on your first auto ship. Visit kittypooclub.com, use code MEOW30 at checkout and join the club, the Kitty Poo Club. Hey everyone, Michelle Fern here. You know, I love my cats, but one thing I didn't love is my cat's old food. Not only was it stinky, it seemed to be real old school. And I thought, why isn't cat food more like 21st century made with better ingredients? Then I discovered Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your front door. Smalls was started way back in 2017 by a couple guys that were home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. Today, Smalls has served millions of meals to cats all over America. I've been serving my cat Smalls for the last 30 days, and I see a big difference. Dennis, his hair is so much shinier. He has more energy, and he seems to feel a lot healthier. He used to be a little bit stiff, slow to move, not anymore. So I'm excited that I see such a big difference in my cat's overall health. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll refund you if your cat won't eat their food. So remember, higher quality ingredients means a healthier and happier life for your kitty. So head to smalls.com slash pet life and use the promo code pet life at checkout for 50% off your order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code pet life for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code PETLIFE for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. 
Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. This is our back-to-school edition with Dr. Amber, and we talked about some ways to make your cat feel more comfortable during this transition time as we change our mode. I think it's more like change our mode in our head from, you know, summer, chill, relaxed, vacation mode to back-to-school, back-to-work time. So, Dr. Amber, if we were to look at it from our cat's point of view, how can we understand it you know, this time transition change from summer to back to school from the cat's point of view? I mean, I think for them, since they don't understand this, you know, we don't have school for cats. They aren't used to us going away. I think for them, some of them might see it as, you know, my, you know, my family has gone away. I'm stressed out. I'm kind of freaked out. And then joy from you walking back through the door again. They're like, oh, my family's back. Okay we're good. So I think some of them have this little pattern of I'm freaking out because all of a sudden they disappeared. And then they get back to happy because we're back again. And so like I said, some of them handle it fairly well. And some of them just have, you know, stress and panic all day long. So let's talk about the stressors. What are some things to look out for? So definitely urinating or defecating outside of our litter box can be one of the stressors for them. Not wanting to eat or some cats, they will start over grooming themselves to the point where like they're ripping their fur out because they don't know what to do with themselves. And it, it makes them feel better to like just keep grooming. And then that creates the fur loss and potential infections for them. Okay, so you actually, you actually <laughs> talked when you made the, mentioned the uh, litter box dresser. One of my cats, that's all the time. I, I don't know what the solution is with that one, but... Uh, she's just by nature very stressed. So what, when we're noticing these stressors in our cats and, you know, when over grooming or the litter box, those are some anxieties to kind of, you could notice that right away. But what can we do to make our cats feel more comfortable? Because, you know, say I was I had the chance to work at home four days a week. Now I won't be at home at all. I'm going to be at my office. No one's there for eight hours, nine hours. And it used to be I was there, you know, maybe five out of seven days, you know, all all day pretty much or four out of seven days all day. So my cats are stressing. What could I do? So definitely there are some pheromones that we can use. There is Feel Away uh, is one of the more popular ones. And so it's calming pheromone for cats. Comes in sprays, which can be helpful, but depending on where your cat roams, it might be too many spots to spray. And they come in diffusers, just like, you know, we have like the Febreze diffusers that plug into the walls. That plugs into the wall. It's odorless. You can't smell it. And I usually say you want to plug that into the areas where your cat likes to roam, like hang out the most. And that'll help them with that. And then Things we talked about earlier, like the safe spaces, the interactive toys sometimes will take their minds off of it. Some cats, if they're used to like a lot of noise in the house, you have a lot of kids at home, sometimes putting on the radio or the TV for noise will also help them because it's not the quiet house that they're not used to. I love that you mentioned the pheromones, the calming pheromones, because I've used Feel Away before and there was another brand that I cannot recall, but they both worked really well. So yep. it's- kind of a good reminder 
for us and something actually good to have on hand because as the holidays come up, sometimes there's more strangers in your house than normal, even back to school time because your kids might be inviting friends over at the end of the day. And I don't know about your cats. Mine, when there's new people around, get stressed. Yeah, my one will go and hide. My other will come out and kind of check them all out and see what they're doing. Right? It's always like that. You have one. Well, I have a trio. So one hides. She's a scaredy cat for real. And then one wants to check everyone out, but is cautious. And the, and the other one's like, play with me time. Or he just goes in the corner and sleeps. He could care less. That's Dennis. They're the easiest ones to have. Then the other thing you mentioned about noise. I like to, whenever I leave and I get to talk to my little pod that puts it on so I feel cool. So I tell Alexa to put on either jazz or classical music, because that seems to calm my cats. I read somewhere that if you think your cat likes rap or rock, you're wrong because there's too many beats. <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I don't know. <sighs> I found out they like reggae too, but it's really classical and jazz that are the best. Right. So, but it kind of calms them that there's noise, you know, there and nothing too loud or too like I wouldn't put if I was putting on the TV, I wouldn't put on something that had a lot of gunshots or fireworks or anything like that. Yeah, definitely not noisy stuff like that for sure. I have some owners that say they put on the like the nature channels like Discovery and things like that. We actually in our waiting room for cats, we have what we call fish TV. So it's just an aquarium view a fish like floating by and it makes like the aquarium sounds and stuff like that. And they seem to love that. They do. Molly especially enjoys that. Okay. And now that we've talked about, you know, how us humans can understand how things are from the point of our cats. And we found out some things, got a lot of great advice on how we can make changes that are so our cats will be more comfortable. What else is there that we can do that'll benefit the humans and the cats together? I mean, I think when you play with your cat, that's a de-stressor for me and it entertains my cat. But what else? I mean, they're, they're not that easy to walk. Yeah, definitely playtime. My one cat loves to curl in my lap when I'm watching TV and sometimes I'm kind of annoyed because I want to shift and he kind of stares me down. So I think just even the the laying with them, letting them be on your lap or even next to you while you're laying on the couch or sitting on the couch watching TV or reading a book or things like that, letting them be near you for like the contact that some of them like to have. I think you're right. They certainly give you their way of showing that when you're in their space. And isn't it funny how they always want a lot of space and they're really small cats? Yep. Or... It seems like they weigh so much more when they're in your lap. You need to get up and you're like, come on, like, you're not this dead weight. Get off of me. <laughs> I'm always cautious because Motley's the one that likes to be around people. But she's also, if you don't like what she's doing, she'll let you know. She gets ready with her, you know, paw <laughs> to swipe, which, hey, that's how they roll. That's how they tell you this is too much. Or they'll do when she does like a fake bite. Which yeah, I mine does the bite on my hand, but not a hard bite. He just like kind of like puts his teeth yeah. there, like knock it off. I don't even like that. So <laughs> I'm not a fan of it, but I'm just like, dude, it's fine. Just, you know, tell me. And I'm the worst on the couch, you know, the end of the night, the TV time, I lay one way. I, lay, I move around so much. So when Molly comes to sit next to me, I'll make sure I'm not moving. Nothing's in her way. And then say, okay, go to the other end of the couch because it's a decent size L-shaped couch. So sometimes I'm, okay, Molly, I petted you. We're done. Go to the other side before I move something on you and you don't like it. And it's just ping, the nails. Right. <laughs> Same for mine. It's like, 
if you try to move, he gets really annoyed. Um, he does the hard stare first. If you keep moving, then the nails or the teeth come out. It's like, I have to move. And yeah, he so sleeps more on my husband's side because I'm the roller in bed and my husband will lay still. So he lays usually with him. Well, my favorite is when they walk on top of you in the morning when they want to eat an hour earlier. So mm-hmm. you can't wait. <laughs> it, it always amazes me how delicately Dennis, who is not a small cat, can walk on my nightstand that's cluttered with stuff and nothing gets knocked over. I swear they like levitate sometimes when they go yeah. to walk on things like that. <laughs> yeah, it just blows my mind. Okay, so if you were going to tell an anxious pet parent that was so worried about their cats and the fact that, you know, they're not going to be home as much, this and that, and you were to give them two pieces of advice, I guess it kind of summarizes everything we're talking about. But if you were going to give them two pieces of advice of this is what you should do and everything will be better, what would you tell them? So definitely having the additional toys interactive versus on their own versus the feeder toys that is great stimulation for your cat that'll keep them occupied which is great and then having the space also to relax whether it be a cat tree a bed in front of a tv that's got stuff moving on it or my cats i call it kitty cat tv they love the bird houses outside where they can watch the birds having that one relaxing place for them to have time to chill and kind of decompress <laughs> Okay, that's great information. Thanks. And I would also say this is not the time to get brand new furniture, (laughs) brand new bedding or brand new couches or rugs or anything for your home. Yeah, no, because especially if your cat's one of the ones that will get destructive for stress, like they'll start clawing things or maybe urinating outside their box. That's not the time to get that couch or bed because they might just do it there. Yeah, my cat's sometimes the couch. Um, Fingers crossed. The one that is misunderstood that hits the floor the most, that's Charlotte. And she can't, I don't think she could jump on the bed, which is a good thing. Because she was feral before we adopted her. She's the one who gets the most stress, which is sad. I think she's fully working out of it. Well, this is great information for all of us that have, are, you know, kind of anxious about leaving our cats home for all this extra time so great information i want to thank you so much and where can people find out more about you and about and heart and paw so on our website which is heartandpaw.com great well thank you so much for your time dr amber no problem thanks for having me thanks bye-bye well i hope everybody enjoyed this show of catitude it's you know back to school time back to work time it's tough so you know, it's helpful to leave your kitties for so long. I want to thank my kitties who that have been doing good with the transitioning. So thank you, Molly, Charlotte, and Dennis. And of course, Nikki the dog, he's cool with it. It didn't stress him out much. Thanks to my guest, Dr. Amber Kawaki, for coming on Catitude. Thanks to everyone listening to Catitude. I so appreciate that. We're the, we're the number one cat podcast out there. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And of course, thank you to my producer, Mark Winter, for making me and my guests sound amazing. Now remember, lose the attitude, have Catitude. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.